When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friday, March 29th. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. Jake, how you doing? Morning, Jimmy. Happy Friday, bud. Happy Friday. It's the best song ever. Do you need me to speak up? No, I'm just going one ear today. I'm deaf in one ear. You want to you want to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, <clears throat> Katie likes to get the wax out of my ears. She likes to clean my ears with the Q-tips every now and then. Pretty often. And I love it. Great. I just like being touched in any way. So, mm. uh, she accidentally pushed a chunk of wax in that we can't get out. Mm. So, I'm going to the ear doctor later tonight to get my ears cleaned. Because it feels like uh, when you get off a plane and your ear won't pop. But times, times two. Okay. Feels awful. I was like freaking out last night trying to get it out. Just clogged. Just a clogged ear right now. Yeah. It feels terrible. Get the plunger. That'd be funny if they had little ear hole plungers, like little tiny plungers. Just like push it in. Boop, 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 Why boop, you need boop. a little one? Well, a little tiny one that goes inside the ear would be awesome. But Not you know a what? Plunger, then. I've always. No, a plunger that cups the whole of your ear. Yeah. Um, Do I've the always whole ear, babe. Nah, that won't be enough. Gotta get in the hole. I've always wanted to get my ears cleaned since I saw uh, Donnie does a barstool guy get his ears cleaned in China, and he had ear stones, which I had never heard of. He had never heard mm-hmm. of, and they pulled it out, and it was like this big hard black chunk that was inside his ear canal, and he yeah. was like, "Whoa!" And it just felt kind of like how you like uh, pimple popper, like just the release yeah. of it. It just yeah. felt like, oh, that must feel great. So if I go, I'm going at three to get my ears cleaned. I'm hoping I get that feeling. I'll hope for you. I don't know if you get the ear rocks, but I think they'll they'll clear up. whatever. No, I think you need to right live now. in China to, oh, to get hello. ear rocks. Who are you saying hello okay. to? You came in hot. You don't think you could get ear rocks out in the United States? I think you can, but right they, when I read up about it, they said it's like smog. So you'd have to work at like a. Somewhere where there's smog and, and like, dirty air. Like like the Bay Area or something like that? Um, no. Because, I, I mean, maybe, like, Oakland. But I'm thinking more like if you were a mechanic in a shop or, like, you worked some industrial job, maybe then. Maybe you. We'll find out. I hope I do have them because it looks like the feeling That's of getting them. That's what I'm them, saying. Fingers crossed, bud. The feeling of getting them removed is awesome. But... I'm going at three, and hopefully I can hear out of my right ear by then. Last night, I was not excited about it. I went to sleep pretty upset. I just just took gummies. That's your number one rule. Yeah, yeah, right? I took melatonin gummies, and I was like, just get me to sleep because I can't deal with this. Just get me to sleep. That's a a growing-up feeling. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Good. I'll try to try to try to bring us up from that. We're sorry. We hope for the best. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Um, I'm all right. I'm exhausted. Um, three uh, like three not great sleep nights. Kind of doing stuff. Just getting stuff done. Um. But I mean, yesterday was yesterday was enjoyable. You had 
opening day baseball, then the basketball came on. Um, it was a whole day. It was a whole, whole day. day. I didn't get much of the basketball. I mean, it's easier for you time wise, but those right. games starting at like 10 p.m. Like I wanted to watch Virginia, Oregon, but I was like, oh, now my ears fucked up. I just had an exhausting day working opening day for talking to Yank stuff. Yeah. So like, come on. I hate time zones. Some bullshit. Yeah. But I watched yeah, the, I gotta... I watch the replays and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I got a. Well, I don't know. Lucky, unlucky, lucky. Uh, roommate Jeff is his spring break for the teachers, and he came back yesterday. Did a, a little quick New Orleans trip, and he, you know, we exchanged a couple texts, and it was like, well, go Ducks, because he's a duck. So he came over to watch the duck game. Um, but yeah, and then by the end of that, like right before he came over, I was like, oh shoot, I'm exhausted. And then he came over. I don't know. Had a had a Spike Seltzer. Watch the game. That's fun. Did you watch the game in that new media center? Because you said you weren't watching on MLB TV. Oh, it was on ESPN last night. It was on TNT or TBS or whatever they show the games on in CBS. Uh, okay. It was on both here. Like I watched it on Yes Network. Oh, you're back to baseball now. And just more asking about your night. Okay, so we're not back to baseball because you just said yes, network. <laughs> yeah, so I was asking if you watched the games in the media room last night. I did not. I did not. There is, there is a not a rowdy crowd, but the the media room's right near. There's there's usually some people boozing, especially Thursday March Madness. Um, so no, no. Okay. How was your day? What are you giving it? What am I giving it, man? It's. It sucks that the emotion I feel from yesterday is is being like wiped out, but it's because it was a full day. Um, I mean, Yankees win opening day. Um, then the basketball came on. Didn't really get to see the dog or the girl at all yesterday, which I guess I guess that comes with the territory. Um, the the day was. Let's see. I'll copy and paste it. I, I'm I'm missing some of the emotions, but we'll go we'll go six and a half again. It was it was a good day. Wow, I'm surprised. Why? Opening day, Yankees won. Boy hit a yeah. home run. What yeah. about you? Uh, I'm going like seven point five. Oh, okay. So you're easily you're easily in the clear. Yeah, it was um, a fantastic day. I mean, everything from business standpoint and Yankee fan standpoint, we got we got a void homer. We got Judge and Stanton going off. Amber Sabathia posted a picture of her in one of our shirts, which is, like, so awesome. Then Hicks asked yeah. for a shirt. I mean, everything that happened for me was fantastic. It was a great day. Uh, That's they, where I've set my bar at this year, babe. It should be. Uh, I'm bringing that regularly. The ear stuff happened so late in the night that it doesn't even count as, like, part of the day for me. Ooh, interesting. Might need a rule check on that. It was like the day was over. Was it, though? Yeah, all the good stuff had already happened. Right. That's what I was saying with my day, too. Yeah. Good day. If it's before midnight, I mean, that's a catch. Review the play. Oh, it was definitely before midnight, but I'm, I don't care. I was done. I packed up. My, my only thing left to do was sit on the couch and, and do nothing. So I could, okay. I could use some damage then. Okay. Now, if I get my ears cleaned and it feels fantastic, it was a blessing in disguise. For today. Yeah, for today, yeah. For today. Yeah. Today's. Can't today's have you today. mixing days on me. <laughs> Let's go to the sports. The Yankees beat the Orioles 7-2. to Luke Voigt hit a three-run homer. Tanaka pitched pretty well in the home opener. The Mets beat the Nationals 2-0 in the pitcher's duel that was. Was. DeGrom and Scherzer combined for 22 Ks. Cano hit a home run off Scherzer in his first at-bat as a Met, then had the second RBI later in the eighth inning. Pretty cool for Cano. That's very that's pretty cool. DeGrom was helped out of a jam by some shitty base running by Robles in the third, which helped him get to his line. I kept seeing he didn't pitch that well, but his final line is fantastic. The Islanders beat the Jets. They are currently in second place in the Eastern Division behind the Capitals. They're going to make the playoffs, of course. And the Knicks lost to the Raptors 117-92. to They are still the numero uno pick in the draft. Good stuff. 
Good stuff. How about uh, Bobby Cano, old old friend? He's he's always had a slight flair for the dramatic, huh? Did you see it? It was pretty. I mean, if I'm a Mets fan, it's I know it's only opening day and one at bat, but it's got a there's a little extra emphasis on it that it's against a rival, against one of the best pitchers in baseball. First at bat versus this guy. Take him deep. It was like an oppo center home run, too. Yeah, and it, I mean, it essentially won the game. Um, oh, yeah. Scherzer pitched great so, besides that. Yeah, I mean, the, the Mets knew what they were getting into. They were hoping to get a year or two of, of solid Robbie Cano. And, I mean, when he came back last year for Seattle, he was good. He batted 303, 374 OBP, 10 homers. So, I mean... Uh, if the Mets can get that while Seattle's paying a chunk of his salary, I mean, that's not too bad for the Mets. Yeah. So We've gr- been saying that about all their offseason months. <laughs> I, I, I think it's funny if you're, a natu- if you're a baseball fan, you do have to put up a natural guard and be like, yeah, there's a lot of good moves for the Mets. Yeah. Like, yeah. you got to leave that extra guard up and then be like, you know, oh, well. They're flying to Syracuse again, and, and Cano got lost, so tough. <laughs> Did you see uh, at one point DeGrom was in a jam? So I kept seeing tweets like DeGrom doesn't look great, but his final line was six innings pitched, 10 Ks. Yeah. But I guess usually if he looks great, he probably goes eight innings pitched, whatever. But uh, there was at one point where he had runners on first and third, and the hitter, it's a chopper to third base, so they get to hold the runner at third because he was right there. They throw to second to get the out there. They could have turned the double play maybe, but instead Robles just took off for home. I think he was, and then they just threw it home and got him easily. But I think he was banking on them turning the double play and him scoring on it, or I don't know if there was one out, or just going home in case there's an error, and then he goes home. I don't know what it was. Bad base running, but that was helpful. Thanks, Robles. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. What did uh, Harper struck out and got booed in Philly? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they won big. Um, Reese Hoskins, your boy. Grand Salami last night for my fantasy team, Jim. Philly um, fans. I mean, Yankee fans booed Giancarlo last year. Yeah. Anyway. I'm always, I don't care. I, I think it's, I think it's more, not as harmful as the anti-boo crowd likes to make it out. Yeah, I mean it's uh we've done this before. You you pay to watch a game if someone plays bad and you're not happy about it. You you can let that be known. We we don't hate it. Um but yeah, I don't know. There's some Philly boo birds. I mean, we could say that every day. We could. That, but it's kind that of funny national that news. That could be tri-state national news every day. Do you think Harper eats it up, loves it, or do you think he's like, "Damn, I think Harper's, I don't want to say he's grown up. I think he's, I think Harper's realizing the quote game now. So, I mean, I I didn't see his quotes from this, but I don't know if you saw when Trout got signed. Like, because you and I were like, oh, Harper's got to be pissed. Trout just, like, cleared him by 100 mil. And they interviewed Harper after the Trout thing got announced, and he's like, yeah, man, I talked to him this offseason, and I was like, man, you're going to break the bank, huh? So I think Harper is, you know, can realize what's going on in the outside world. He knows, you know, I mean, all those crazy stats that came out after he signed, like, you know, every Bryce Harper game he gets paid, you know, or every at bat he gets paid $60,000 and the median income in Philly is 55. So like, I don't know you, I think you know what comes with that territory when you go to Philly and you get paid that kind of money. But, um, Again, as as they're saying on Philly Sports Radio, we got the win, so it that's that's what they're ending with. But this Harper kid better turn it around. Did you see uh they also booed Kapler? Like that's funny. Is that like an opening day tradition for them now? Just to boo Gabe Kapler? Yeah. Which is actually a lot of fun if it was. Do you think I don't know, did he get booed last year at the home opener? I know I know he got booed quick because he made some really, really dumb managerial decisions like fucked up pitching changes and all this stuff. But I don't, I don't know if they were down on him from like spring in his first season. I'm blanking. I feel like he was cuz he said some of that stuff like in spring training, but I don't I don't remember anymore. But I know he got booed early last year, so oh, yeah. at least 
At least Gabe's used to that. Like Bryce Harper got booed after he struck out. Gabe getting booed just for showing up. <laughs> That's Philly, babe. It's pretty good. It's always sunny out there. That's pretty good. Um, what uh, Yanks had a nice win. Jim Voight homer, Bird homer. The first base fun continues. Pretty I mean, nice. yeah, even the, even more than that. Like Andujar put two balls to like the track, like the in the, the wall. summer those were out. Yeah, and maybe Gary's was out in the summer too. Yeah, and the wind is a little well, thinner. But so they looked good. Like we said, it everything you want to see from the Yankees, we saw. It was really fun. Patience like, and power. <sighs> Patience and power. The put that on a shirt, hammering right? that home. Put that on a shirt. Put that on a shirt. I gotta write it down. Patience and power. I don't know who would buy it, but maybe some people. So spell patience like hospital patience, and everyone will be like, "What?" That makes sense. This doesn't make a lot of sense. And then we'll say, "Oh shit, sorry, we spelled it wrong." We'll change it. But say, then it'll be it'll be so it'll be so chic to have the other one. Yeah. No, I got the one where they they That's misspelled business. it. That's business. You, uh, oh, you didn't. Oh, you have the one with the right grammar. Oh, an idiot. Oh yeah, I got it when they had it misspelled. Yeah, I was there when I I knew it was wrong. All right, you guys like the misspelled one so much, we'll put twenty on sale. All right. Boom. <laughs> business, business one hundred and one. Yeah. Any uh, I- Islanders? No, hockey's kind of like get us to the playoffs. I feel like, and basketball is the same way right now, right? Yeah, Knicks got destroyed. Mitch Rob played solid. Um, and they have the first best odds in the draft, technically. Not the first pick yet. First best odds, yeah. Which are the same as the second and third. Yeah, which sucks. <laughs> Let's go to the national news. Jimmy, 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 can't you see this college basketball hypnotized me? Gonzaga beats Florida State. Florida State shot awful from three. Kind of bummed. I thought Florida State was going to make that a better game. Purdue gets a free victory in overtime over Tennessee because they get some bonus free throws. Uh, Nice for Purdue, I guess. Texas Tech, Michigan in the Ugly Bowl. Texas Tech kills them, 63-44. And in the nightcap, the two night games, man, kind of brutal. Oregon 49, UVA 53. Your Cavaliers move on, James. Uh, We've got the Slovenian Bowl, Dragic versus Doncic, game you've been looking forward to for a while. Spurs retire Manu's jersey. And some of my haters still say Kane. Lorenzo Kane makes a game-saving catch for the Brewers. They're saying Kane is able. Wow. Ooh, Cain and Abel. A little little brotherly murder. Nothing like a traditional brotherly murder story. How about this wild game from Virginia and Oregon? 53 to 49. Yeah, so I, I, as mentioned, watched this with ex-roommate Jeff a little bit, and he's a duck. Um, Man, brutal down the stretch. Uh, Oregon... Well, A, nobody could score. The final was 53-43. The announcer um, at one point said, first the 55 wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't even need that. First to 50. Um, Peyton Pritchard, the Oregon guard, he got cold at the end, which really sucked for them. Um, but I think Oregon was up. Yeah, Oregon was up 45-42 with 5.44 left. And they scored four points in the final 554. Yeah, like we got the lead. Let's focus on defense. Let's hold them down. No I more mean, scoring from us. It's brutal. Tied at 45s with 521. They that was, I mean, that that that's the part that sucks. That was like the highlight of the game. Um, and that was with five minutes left. And then it was basically just like dead basketball for five minutes. Uh tougher. Tougher roommate to Jeff to watch a little bit. Um, Virginia, Jim, they get to the Elite Eight. We're happy for them. Happy for them. They're playing Purdue, the Boilermakers, who beat Tennessee in a really exciting game. Like, the the end of regulation was pretty wild. Dude had three 
three shots on the line. I think to take the lead, if you made all three with like two seconds left, you missed yeah. the missed the first. Now it's like, all right, you got some balls on you. Makes both of those. Could have could have put them over the edge there, but they went on the win anyway. Yeah, didn't didn't really look like a foul. Um, no, it looked like I, he just ran out of bounds. Yeah, if I if I was a uh, if I was a Tennessee person, I'd be pretty mad today. I think because um, you don't call that the game over. You win. You go to the elite eight. Um, Jimmy, I I don't know if I was depicting it well, and I don't know if you remember because it was like a day and a half ago. But I said these these two three seeds, like everyone kind of overlooked them. Like I when when you were filling out your bracket, I feel like everyone saw Tennessee on the two line, and if you had Tennessee going that far, you were like, well, Tennessee used to be ranked number one. You know, they'll they'll probably win this one, and I don't know the two. The two three seeds dominated. The two seed and the three seed? The quantity two three seeds dominated. What's the other three seed? Texas Tech. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So in the two three two matchups, both three teams won. And I was like hinting towards that. I was like, for these teams being, I mean, both these matchups were pretty even. I thought you said Tennessee and Michigan were going to win yesterday. Well, no, that's what I had in my bracket, but oh. I was telling you, I was, I was like, re-looking at it, I was like, wait, these teams are just as good, and I, I, feel like, I feel like so many people don't have them in their bracket that it's, it's looking like, I don't want to say failure, but yeah, the, the three seeds got it, and the one seeds, Jim, your Zags looked good. Yeah, they covered. Uh, Texas Tech, Michigan. Did you watch any of this game? Because I did. This is the only one I didn't watch a second of. Um, we watched some of it, yeah. Because uh, actually, ex roommate Jeff's girlfriend is a Texas Tech alum, so we're wow. watching that. Uh, yeah. So that big, big night. Um, in the ex roommate Jeff house. Um, yeah, dude, dude, it was ugly. That Tech came out. They had them doubled, like with 15 minutes to go in the second half. It was like 36 to 18 or something like that. Michigan couldn't score, and like Texas Tech just owned it. Nice. All right, so the games tonight. I don't want to do like long time on each game, so I just want your quick, quick hitter on every game being played tonight. Okay. All right. LSU versus Michigan State. What you got? Everyone's leaning Michigan State because they've got their head coach and LSU doesn't. Um, I think LSU's more talented. You'll know in the first, like, five minutes. I, I think either Michigan goes away or if LSU hangs, they're they're better. It's a three-seed versus a two-seed, so do you think it still applies? If all the three-seeds beat all the two-seeds, are you happy? I think this this one's wild card. I mean, they they literally don't have their coach, um, which is a tough spot to be in. Auburn, North Carolina. Auburn, North Carolina. I think this is going to be a fun game. Both teams like to run. Uh, the over-unders, 165. So, basically, that'd be both teams scoring 82, 83. So, this this is probably going to be the most fun game of the night. Dude, I think North Carolina is amazing. I, I think they'll end up winning. But, ho- hopefully, this is a great game. Duke versus Tech. I think Duke stomps. Um, these teams have played before. Virginia Tech beat Duke, but it was without Zion. And I think they're just going to come out and, and Duke show. All right. And then the last game is Houston versus Kentucky, another three versus two. Actually, I take it back, Jim. This could easily be the game of the night. I think Houston's really good. I think Houston ends up winning this. If my buddy Andy, Andy's Kentucky Wildcats, if he's listening right now, I'm sorry. Um Houston's looked really good. Kentucky's missing one of their best players, too. Um, but, man, Houston, Kentucky, th- I think this this slate of games is a lot better than last night's slate of games. Uh, yeah, well, you got Duke and North Carolina in there and Kentucky. So those... Tree of the, tree of the Blue Bloods, yeah. Yeah. All right. What, but, what are your picks? Do you know who you picked? In like, the bracket or if I get to repick? Uh, in in your bracket. So, are you rooting for your bracket at all anymore, or have you given up hope? I still am, man. Florida, 
Florida State hurt, but it wasn't like a crippling hurt. Um, I missed the first two games yesterday, which makes me think I'm pretty much out of everything. Um, What's your name in the bracket? Just Jake? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Um, you are tied for 11th. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still around. I mean, basically, Jimmy, I, I have North Carolina winning. If North Carolina wins, I'll, I'll be around the top of the leaderboard in a few brackets. So I, get, I guess I'm still rooting for North Carolina. Um, the other games, like I, in my bracket, I have Michigan State. I have Duke. Um, I have Houston. So, I mean, there's still a chance I could get some serious points tonight. So I, I'll, I guess I'm rooting for those. I'm, but, like, uh, I, I, I'm at the point where I'm not – if Duke – if Duke gets upset, I'll be pretty happy just because it's Duke. Um, and if Kentucky wins, like I, I get it, and I'm, I'm not mad about any of my tournament teams losing anymore. Okay. Wofford broke me. Nice, nice. That's good. It's a good place to be. Just enjoy the games. Just enjoy it, baby. Um, uh, do. I have 98th place locked up right now. So unlike you, who's are you tied, 98th solo or 98, are you tied for 98th solo, which I'm happy about. Wow. Like you're sharing 11th with so many people. It's kind of not yeah. even impressive. I have 98 all by myself. Nice, man. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Christopher Howley is in first place with Keith. O in second. No, Keith, he's a uh, popular around the Twitter sphere. Yeah, are there Carolina guys up there? That's what I that's what I should be looking for. Yeah, there's one, Jay Stanton. Jay Stanton, huh? Yep, Jay Stanton. He's got North Carolina. And then T Corber ahead of you. There's two T. North Carolina guys, three North Carolina guys ahead of you. Four. Well, no, oh, three. No, three. Uh, one of them's got Gonzaga. That's a bad look for me, but he does have Kentucky winning. So yeah, I mean by by the end by the end of this weekend, you basically know if you got it or you don't. Yeah, I don't. You don't. And that's the half. How do you? Does it sound normal for me? Having only one ear. Does it sound like I only have one ear? It sounded sounded normal. What you mean, like when you're talking? Yeah. Um. Yeah, you sound pretty normal. Nice, nice, yeah, nice to know I could do a show if I lost an ear. That is pretty nice to know, huh? Yeah. You think it's gonna hurt? Mm -hmm. Do you think ear cleanings hurt? Uh, there's a chance. I doubt hurts the word. I could see it feeling really weird. Oh yeah, weird. Weird's probably the best. Yeah, word. I don't think hurts the word. I think weird's the uncomfortable. Word. Um, not necessarily, because I think you know the end prize is still going to be decent, so you're okay with the weirdness. What if the person who's doing it has no arms and they have to do it with their mouth? I think it's a story to tell on Mondays up. And then they're like breathing all over my face. I hate that. Oh, they want to breathe on your face. They're professionals. They do <laughs> ears with their mouth, man. Thank God. Yeah. I read the news today. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. A 65-year-old Scottish woman just found out that she is one of two people in the world who cannot feel pain. That's right. She just went through life thinking she was pretty healthy until the doctor noticed she didn't need painkillers during a major operation. Cool. Lori Laughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade's trademark application, rejected due to poor punctuation. This is a bullshit headline. I'll get into that later. Government withholding 84-year-old grandmother's social security, claiming she owes $225,000 in college debt. That's a nice look into my future. A feds, the feds say a man owes 16 months after being released from prison 13 years ago. Uh, no. Garfield Beach, phone mystery solved. After 30 years, I repeat, I repeat the Garfield Beach phone mystery has been solved. A woman gave birth to two twins with different fathers. That's impressive and exciting. And an energy drink was banned after it was discovered that it contained Viagra. I read the news today, oh boy. What'd you like? 
This woman that can't feel pain story has been a roller coaster. Oh, read it to me. Read it to us. Okay. So a woman can't feel pain. So, A, this ends with a slight gripe with science, but they all usually do. So she gets surgery on her hand. They're like, hey, you're going to feel some pain afterwards. We'll see, like, what level it is, and we'll prescribe you the right stuff. And she's like, honestly, I feel groovy. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and so they're like, no, that's not right. Um, so I'll, I'll give credit to uh, Dr. Devjeet Srivastava. I think I nailed that. Um, was like, hey, that's not right. You need Why a don't little you more go to this rhythm in it. Devjeet Why don't you go to this pain genetic specialist at the University College in London and Oxford. And after the test, they found out that, yeah, she's like one of two people recorded with this condition. I think that's a word that the scientists are leaving out here, clearly. Um, so, okay, so let's go on the roller coaster ride, Jim. So, like, okay, you find out you don't feel pain. You're like, whoa, I'm basically a superhero. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a, she finds this out when she's 65, so she can't do any of the, like, dumb tricks you do when you're 25. She looks like she's in good shape, though. Well, so, Jim, that's part of the roller coaster ride. So she thought she was in, like, incredible shape, and then the doctors were like, no, like, you're, you're okay, but you just, you have this rare condition where you don't feel pain. So, like, you're not that healthy. So that's got to be a bummer. You're 65 and you hear the words, you're not that healthy. That's a bad time. What would you do the moment you find out you don't feel pain? Shoot yourself I'd in the head, realize, oh, shit, rock I can myself. Die. I mean, you and I, see, that's, we need to know more about this woman's background. Because, like, how could you not play, play like, or I, I understand how other people could not play sports. But even, like, I don't know, you play little kickers as a kid. And, like, know, someone like, kicks you, you cry because you're a little kid. She's never stubbed her toe? That's what I'm saying. Like, what? where were her parents in this? Like, when she was a little kid, she never hurt herself? That didn't make her parents suspect at all? She never, like, plucked her eyebrows or something? And, or, like, you know, had her, had, her, had her eyebrows waxed and the waxiologist was like, whoa, you didn't even feel that? And she's like, nah. So yeah, we're we're missing a chunk of details here, and now they're you know they're kind of turning her into a research. Pro- this was a really sad quote, and she said, "I don't have adrenaline. You should have that warning. It's part of being human, but I wouldn't change it." And she was like, "Like that's kind of bumming me out a little bit." Like she's well, basically yeah, saying, "I don't I don't have adrenaline. I'm gonna continue to live that way, but you shouldn't want this." She's kind of going sad boy on us. Well, don't you get adrenaline because your body is pumping you full of shit to get ready for like pain or whatever's going to happen? I I think so. And it, it's just like, you know, you're juiced up. You're juiced up for a big game. You got the adrenaline going through you. Um, I, I don't know. Um, this story has some cool parts, some sad parts and some weird parts. And I, I mean, now she, she's a 65 year old one woman that just found out she's not as healthy as she thinks. And she's basically going to be like a rabble at the rest of her life. Yeah, that's cool. You think that's cool. If you, you're 60, 65 year old Jim. Yeah. I mean, you, you like to do your own thing and keep it pretty high and tight right now. Never mind, 65 year old Jim. It'd be cool to find out you were special. Cool to find your find out you're special, but to do all the like, dude, imagine the scientists are all over this woman. One of two in the world they found with this. Who's the other person? How come they're not telling us who that is? I don't know. I don't think I've seen that in here. Um, I I mean, I, I skim read the article. I'm not seeing the other person. And yeah, I mentioned along the way, but my gripe with science is, okay, you guys just discovered a 65-year-old woman that didn't know she had this her whole life. You don't think there's a couple other floating around out there you don't have yet? It's not me. I feel pain. It's not you. You feel pain. Everyone should write them in letters. If you don't feel pain, reach out to us. Yes, and if you do, reach out to us so we can cross you off the list. And then the scientists just get flooded with letters that say, I feel pain. Yeah. I we'll start pain. a running list of all the people that do feel pain and don't feel pain in the world. <laughs> 
Imagine if someone was like, yeah, I don't feel pain either. So like, okay, come here. And then they walk into the room. They just fucking punch him right in the nose. And they're like, ow. And they're like, liar. Out of here. That'd be a fun. That'd be fun job. Would be that's a that's a fun job that people would would do. Lori Laughlin's uh, daughter. Now she was the one, you know, in this whole college admission scam. Right. So her daughter's trademark application was rejected due to poor punctuation. Saw this headline, made me upset. It's Yahoo. Uh, there's no way fucking eighteen year old Olivia Jade wrote her trademark application. They're very rich. People that pay for college don't write their own trademark applications. So shut up and go away. You're just trying to. You don't think so? (laughs) No. You don't think this was like, you don't think this was like a revenge game for her? She's like, I'm going to show the world. Everyone's calling me an idiot right now because I had to pay to get into school. I'm about to make, I'm about to become the queen of the, the beauty world. No, no, I'm going to, I'm going to write, I'm going to do this all on my own and show all the haters wrong. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think she is she is an idiot, allegedly, from my opinion. Well, that would <laughs> that would kind of back my case. She like her videos are annoying vlog videos, but uh, yeah, like she didn't write this. They're just Yahoo is just using her name to get clicks. Yeah, we're there. Yeah, whatever. So skip right past that and go to. Can we find out what this mystery was? The Garfield Beach phone mystery. I mean, that's more your speed than my speed. Let me let me know. What do you got? Okay, well, I opened up the link, and there's a picture of Garfield the cat, like a phone. Like, you know, in the 90s, they had, like, phones that were items. Like, in Jersey Shore, they had the duck that was also a phone. Right. It's Garfield the cat, a phone. And uh, okay. so now I'm less interested. For more than 30 years, bright orange Garfield phones have been washing up on the French coast to the amusement of local beach cleaners who have finally cracked the mystery. So now I'm interested. So more than one just continuously wash up onto the store. Yeah, you sure. that was that was you you just dece- you depicted that deceptively at first. I thought it was going to be like the phone in the background of the Garfield cartoon. These are real Garfield telephones. Cat telephones. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they keep washing up onto the shore. So quick thing I'm going to say is uh, a container that had a bunch of Garfields in it crashed like a ship sank garfield's got loose the there the short the, the ocean stream puts them to this beach every whenever the winds change i mean i'm no scientist but i think that's what it's going to be let's see locals had long suspected a lost shipping container was to blame yeah see they get it for the novelty landline phones our association has existed for 18 years and in that time we have found pieces of garfield telephone phones almost each time we clean pretty cool like, oh, this is the garfield phone beach something out of like a weird 80s like science movie yeah like a uh twilight zone the garfield phone beach but there's, what there's this there's a slight plot twist there because i mean yeah you ev- everyone has to assume the shipping container because otherwise i mean it's not like they're just making garfield phones underwater but i guess it was in like a a dangerous like partially submerged cave that you could only get to at low tide. Yeah, I just didn't um, say that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, like re- really cool all around. So they can't get to the container, but they found that in the 80s. They found the container in the 80s, so they knew where they were coming from. So, like, low tide would go in there, jiggle some loose, high tide would bring them back to the town. They said, but the mystery was not fully solved. We have no idea what happened at the time. We do not know where it came from, from what boat, all that stuff. And we don't know if several containers fell into the water or only one. Does the article keep going? So they didn't solve that. What the fuck? It says they solved. It says they found. No, no. They the it, Okay. I'm sorry. They found the container right now. It happened in the 80s. I like this yes. story. I like the Garfield phone beach. Put it down in your notes. Yeah, I find cool. it interesting. Like someone goes to that town. You can't go to the town to see the beach. That's too much. Yeah. But if you're in town and you're driving around with a friend and they go, oh, that's the Garfield phone beach. And you say, what? What do you mean? You say, well, there's this container. 
that fell off a ship that had Garfield phones and it's stuck in a cave. When it's low tide, they get loose. High tide, they go on shore. Come on, look. There's probably a Garfield phone right now. You get out of your car. You go, look, see, there's one. And then you go back and you go to lunch. That's an awesome time. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to look. I'm looking at a map right now um, because I think there's something to, like, if you... If you don't have to go like an hour out of your way, I think it's worthwhile. Anything outside of that, it's just kind of like, eh, not so much. Pretty pretty funny that the town would probably just put up a sign like, hey, if you're here to see the Garfield phones, please throw them out afterwards. Because <laughs> yeah. we clean this beach every day because of this fucking container. <laughs> How many Garfield phones were in there? Well, I think that's part of the beauty of it. Like, I don't think these wash up every day. I think it's every, you know, every every when the tide hits right and the moon's at the right angle, another one sneaks out of the shipping container and ends up on the shore. I like it. It's beautiful. Jimmy, about- I, just found, I just found some French islands, so I'm kind of lost in those. What are their names? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, one looks like Isle Moline. Um, and there's a crepery on it that's just jumping off the page. This looks pretty nice. The Moline Evasions over there. How about that? I'll have to check out the French Isles sometime. Is that what they call it? Yeah, it sounded nice to me. How about this woman who gave birth to twins with two different fathers? I mean, this is always like a running joke. But this is this is real life. Real life. I, this is a running joke? I mean, you used to do this with, like, the DeSorbo brothers all the time. Say they had different fathers? No, man. Um. Anyways. I don't get... Uh, yeah, I'm confused. I don't think... I don't know what the running joke is. It's like a... It's like guys busting each other through history. Like, oh, yeah, you're... Get, get a girl pregnant, and she's probably banging another dude, and get, have twins, two... Two different guys. Sounds good. Okay. Welcome to it. You want to talk about the story at all or no? Yeah, because they're both of the same race. So, like, how do you... You have to be so suspicious if you're, like... Because fraternal twins exist that don't look alike, you know? Right. So, like, at what point are you like, they don't look alike, but that one doesn't look anything like me at all. This one kind of looks like both. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't look... Like my parents until I became an adult. Kind of Courtney and right. Ritzy, we all look different. We have blue eyes, different hair than my parents. So, so how I think he ha- you have to be suspicious that your wife cheated on you before even the baby comes out looking different. I'm just saying it's a gamble for this dude to be like that one's not mine when they got they both came out at the same time and they're the same race and general skin tone but just kind of look different, gamble. Because if it comes back like, no, they're both yours, now you're like, oh, shit. I doubted that John was mine. But he was yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you're, you, when you take the test, you're admitting that you were doing it. Um, man, and here, here's another quick jab at science, Jim. Previous studies have shown the chances that this rare phenomenon called heteropaternal superfecundation, something like that, it shows the chances this happens one in 400 pairs or one in 1,300 pairs. So, I mean, there's a giant gap that science is still pushing the numbers on. They're not going to corner themselves into an answer on this one. Good. Good. (laughs) Just don't give an answer, science. Just say it's rare. We don't know how rare. (laughs) What about this? This guy got released from jail 13 years ago, and now they're saying, actually, you need to come back for a year and a couple months. Connecticut man. How does that work? I mean, I don't think... No, Philadelphia native stayed in Connecticut and stayed out of trouble. He has two jobs, lives in a nice apartment, and goes to church. Love that they dropped the church line. Like that means, like, uh, anyone that goes to church isn't a bad guy. We've never had yeah. someone in a church do a crime. This is the 1950s. That sucks, man. I mean, no, like, the government, you can't be able to do this. Like, you guys screwed up. 
Like, I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm with you. What if this dude was like, thank God, like Brooks from Shawshank Redemption? Like, he just hates the outside world. And they're like, actually, dude, you got a year and a half left. And he's like, let's go. Lock me up, baby. Free food. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, it's this 13 story years. gets sad as you go down. And if it's like less than a year, and you're like, fuck, dude, sorry we left you out too early. But 13 years, the dude's, he's on to another life. Right. Like, you can't throw someone back into jail that doesn't <laughs> deserve it again. Like, I know that kind of sounds bad. Like, the guy missed some of his, uh, what he was told to serve for his punishment. But, hey, that's on everyone else. Like, and if, if as long as, so the ch- we laugh at the church thing. But I will say, this guy's full-out argument should be like, as long as he's clean and not doing anything wrong, the guy should be like, isn't this the goal that I yeah. come out of prison and I'm yeah. doing good and I'm like I'm benefiting society? Well, I, I'm I'm complimenting you guys. You rehabilitated me in less time than you thought it would take. If you send him back to prison, you're basically creating an enemy of the state, and now you have problems. Law-abiding citizen. Yeah, he's going to tunnel yes. in and bomb everyone. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. What if that's been his plan all along? Yo, I'm going to get out of here. He knew he was going to get back I'm going to get in. out 16 months early on a clerical error. 13 years later, I'm going to come back. He's talking to his celly. I'm going to come back. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Yo, talk about, I mean, we raid our days every day. Yeah. You're in prison. Yes. You think you've got 16 months to go. The guard comes by and he goes, all right. O'Brien, you're free today. Grab your stuff. I think I was and about go, to get jumped or murdered. You go, fuck you, dude. Don't don't be an asshole, okay? And then he's like, he's taking it back. He's like, no, dude. It's your last day. Congratulations. You are on, you are so skeptical, but the moment you touch the outside of the prison ground, 10 out of 10 day, uncontested. It's an interesting thought. Do you think this guy knew this day was coming? Because now, um, you know, for 13 years, has he been like a shadow of doubt in his mind? Like, they're going to come for me. I know. I got out 16 months early. I, I have to think that he had no idea he got out earlier than he was supposed to. You'd like to think so? Um, yeah, I mean, Jim, there are some... You could put together a law-abiding citizen, sir, which, by the way, we reference it pretty loosely... Really under, I, I shouldn't say underestimated movie, but anyone I've come across that's watched Law Abiding Citizen, they're like, yo, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it, it wasn't as like publicly big as I'm sure Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx wanted it to be. That, we we who, watched it in college. What's the name of the actor that plays the like that ugly Irish white cop in that movie? It's kind of his role in a lot of movies. Ugly Irish white cop. Let me see. Calm Meany, it looks like. Or Bruce McGill. Kind of the fat-faced one. Let's see. I'm Googling Bruce McGill. No, it's Calm No, Me- not, Cal- not Cal- Bruce McGill. It's Calm Meany. C-O-L-M-M-E-A-N-E-Y. He's from he's from a lot of things. He's he's in a lot of movies. Yeah, like he's so recognizable. Yeah, he's he in- looks like the he looks like the old version. Oh god. I'm this is where I'm bad with actors' names. He looks like the older version of the guy from, like, Zero Dark Thirty. You know what I'm talking about? Jeremy Renner? Chris Pratt? Maybe it's not Zero Dark Thirty. I'll, I'll see if I can track it down. Um, oh, I know who you're thinking of, I think. Yeah, the guy that's, like, in the, uh, like the Guantanamo like torture scenes. I think you're Jason of, Clark. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He does kind of look like him. It's like an older version, yeah. His last name is Calm. It's I don't know how you pronounce it, but if it's pronounced Calm Meanie, like a calm mean person, that's a pretty cool name. Yeah, he's super mean, but he's calm. <laughs> calm Meanie. C O L M. First time we've seen that, right? Yeah, he's from Ireland. So I don't know. 
I put both their names together, and K. Ron Westard said, Jason Clark looks like Calm Meany. So? Boom. You're the best. Internet. If you want to be even better, you can drink this energy drink that has Viagra in it. Any interest? I'm not going to say I'm not interested. Um, it's kind of like what you said about scientists. Don't put yourself in a corner. I don't want to be in the spot where I need some energy and I need a little rush of blood that I'm, you know, that I've already, I've, I've said I'm not into this. So A man drank a Power Natural High Energy Drink SX, a product made in Zambia, and got more energy than he bargained for. He ended up with a six-hour erection. Turns out the drink contained Viagra. Now the beverage is banned. What's such bullshit for the this dude? Like, this was a well-known secret in Zambia. It was a very popular energy drink among Zambian men. And this guy can't handle a six-hour boner, so now it's banned for all the men who needed it, relied on it, loved it? Yeah, it's a good call. What the fuck? Um, I mean, you see I th- what website? You see what website this came from? Boingboing.net. Uh, Boingboing.net. <laughs> Must be baggy. Gonna fans. start visiting that website very frequently. You think a bunch of dudes, a bunch of limp dick dudes, just jumped this guy? You ruined it. I don't think that. No. Look, they're all their dicks out. We can't get these hard. Look at these. Okay. Yes. Now I think it. Look at these, you dick. <laughs> uh, oh, I gotta put my password in to get the sound drops going. Better the day, it's the better the day. Better the day, better the day. Better the day, better the day. Jakey, Jakey made a big mistake last night not trusting those uh, northeastern, northwestern Zags. Northwest Zags. Didn't trust them. They covered. You lost. Yeah, man. This uh, I, I had a couple buddies that got bit by this game pretty bad. Um, one, one of our buddies, uh, Ryan Sheedy, a, a friend. He, uh, he, so you could do like, you know, you could bet anything in this life. Make that make that a sign. Um, that might go good next to Jordan Gag's other sign he has. Um, but he bet the second half, Florida State. So just in the second half, Florida State to basically plus one and a half. And it finished at Florida State plus two. I guess I didn't really talk about that game too much. Dude, Jimmy, it was 60 to 56. Florida State had the ball. And then they just shut down the rest of the game. <laughs> um, I, so Gonzaga went on a 16-2 run to finish it, something like that. Uh, which, hey, to go to the Elite Eight, that's not good. Also, Jimmy, one last note before I get to the bed of the day. Google Google image a picture of Leonard Hamilton without seeing his age. Florida State coach Leonard Hamilton. Okay, Leonard Hamilton. Can't look at his age, just got to look at images. Okay. Blocking, blocking. Well, I mean, yeah, he looks like a, a a young, well, not young. I would guess 56. 70. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I think you're a liar. He was, he was born in 1948. You're a liar. I mean, are you looking at it now? <laughs> are you calling him a liar or me a liar? I'm calling you a liar. Dude, I legit, like, kudos to Leonard Hamilton. They said that to start the broadcast. They were like, in 70-year-old Leonard Hamilton. I was like, oh, what? I would have guessed he was mid-late 50s like you did. Um, Young Leonard Hamilton. <laughs> and no, it's funny. So, like, I, what the I, was doing, I was doing normal Jake stuff where I was, oh, I, I sent it to a chat that had Evan from Evan and Co. in it. And everyone was just, I don't want to say everyone was ignoring me, but they were like, wow, okay. Yeah, Leonard Hamilton does look does look younger than his age. And I, you know, I had an exclamation point on there. And Evan from Evan and Co. goes, you're telling me he was born three years after World War II ended? <laughs> Do you want to know when someone asked him what his secret was to looking so young? What did he say? 
He said that he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, but sometimes he has said a bad word every now and then. His mom lived to 97, so he's got good genes. I think my mother... Uh, uh, da, 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 da. I think more than anything else, I enjoy what I do. I don't really feel stressed or pressured. I really enjoy working with young people. When you enjoy what you do, it allows you to eat well, prepare well. I don't sleep very much. I never have. What? How about that? It's just jeans. Dude just looks young. <laughs> and we cut right through that one. Well, the smoking and drinking probably helps. Yeah. Damn it, Leonard. Um, all right. Jimmy James, John Boy. Let's go to... You know what? Let's... Let's let's not cop out here. Duke minus seven. I I, I said what I need to say. I think Dian, Zion's going to be out to for one of his impact games. We saw what he did when he got to play against North Carolina um, after not being able to play in him. Seven points. I mean, it's a decent amount this time of the tournament, but Duke's coming off that game. They almost lost to UCF. I think we're getting full Duke tonight. Bing. Bing, Duke. I want. I like Duke. You think you're you gonna cover like... by seven? Yeah. You are better when you choose the favorite. So, Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I'm kind of getting upset with how often I'm agreeing with you. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, like half. I don't want to agree with you so much. But we are. I mean, Duke's good. They did look really bad against UCF, though. Yeah, so I, I think this is this is the bounce back. They've played Virginia Tech before without Zion. Zion's going to be in beast mode. They had Dude, to play against a freak in UCF. Duke can put up points so fast. You saw it in the UCF game, and I, I think they, they do that early and often take care of the Hokies. Sorry. Sorry, Buzz Williams. Here's a little extra one just because I feel like doing it today. I like the under in uh, Houston Rays. Okay. It's Garrett Cole versus Charlie Morton. Garrett Cole's pretty good. Charlie Morton's playing against the Astros. They sure. just beat up on Snell. Right. They might not want to beat up on old friend Charlie that much. Right. And Morton's going to want to shut them down that much. What's the over-under in that game? Seven. Seven? Okay. Jimmy Jimmy throwing out his first bet of the day. Play that Jimmy's first bet of the day music you always play. There it is. Nice. I mean, now, that's not going to hit now that I said it. The honking but. skid. No, I, I like it. I like it. How does baseball betting work? Is it even easy or hard? It's so random. Um, man, it it ends up being more Vegasy than you think. <laughs> nice. Um, that's that's just how they do it. All right, everyone, enjoy your weekend. We will be back on Monday. Uh, that's about it. Jake, any last words? Have a nice weekend, everyone.